0: Welcome to the Real Life Group's Leadership Podcast, a conversation about creating small groups where people grow in spiritual maturity in relationship. We're focused on you, the small group leader, giving tips and tools to help you lead effectively. We well, want to welcome you back to today's episode. And today we're talking about an issue that's going to apply to all groups at some level, and that's host homes and childcare. And appropriately, I have two of some of the great women's leaders on our team because they deal with this and they help a lot of our groups uh, work through this. Uh, One, Sarah Short, my wife, uh, one of the women's discipleship leaders at our Post Falls campus at Real Life, and Shannon Kay, who is the women's team leader at Post Falls. And again, these ladies have helped dozens and dozens of groups deal with this issue, how to actually be effective when it comes to having a host home that's ready for a group and having childcare That's right. So super excited about this conversation. So let's kind of start with maybe Sarah, kick us off with why does this matter as a working mom with four daughters, which we have, tell us why this matters.
1: Well, I think it matters because a lot of times when we think of leadership, I think it's almost a big picture of like, where am I leading people to go? How am I helping them grow in that spiritual maturity? But it actually starts at like Mm -hmm. the framework, like from the very bottom. And I think through, um, as a mom of four, a working mom of four, cause I used to stay home and then when I started working, the details even mattered more of like, what does our schedule look like? Uh, what details are gonna happen throughout the week? Where do I need to be? Why do I need to be there? Yep. Um, and so when I think about that, like that is why the details matter. Cause if not, then it's just chaos. Then no one knows what's going on. Uh, Shannon, I know you're a working mom as well. Um, it's, it's just a mess. It's crazy. There has to be right expectations of what is the ex- expectation for our family or for whatever's going to happen.
0: Yeah, that's super good. Shannon, what are your thoughts on this?
2: I think that the details are what make good things great. Mm-hmm. And so the details are what makes things function and function efficiently, whether it's in my home with my kids or it's in the workplace yeah. or in the groups. And so I think details yep. matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and I think that's even a good place to start is the details matter. And if we look at the model of relational discipleship, if we look at Jesus, that he was intentional Mm -hmm. in the environment that he created. Mm -hmm. He actually knew what was happening around him. He was aware, he cared about those details. He went into people's homes, but there was this constant ongoing care for those things. Mm -hmm. So this is, this starts with him. So here's kind of our opening question as we get rolling. Why does thinking through the details of a small group matter so much?
1: Well, I mean, I think that it matters because again, if the details are not clear, Yep. Then our members are people that were in relationship yep. are going to be frustrated. And so those, those relationships are going to be strained and not, not are going to, they're not going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And so I think through just, I think th- at least three, I can come up with the top off the top of my head would be like childcare. Like yep. we're talking about that's in the title of this podcast today. Um, but childcare can be an issue if there's not clear guidelines and expectations. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. Like the more kids you have the more frustrating it is unfortunately and we love the kids they're just loud and crazy um i think through host like host home like what's the expectation of a host home especially if as a leader because we've had different seasons where we've led and or maybe hosted and co-led and so if you have a separate host home like what do you expect yeah. as the leader it should probably oh. be at least semi clean right and then then there's like these little things i think of um thinking through like, okay, if our group is really large, are we allowed just to invite whoever we want all mm. the time? Like if I have 18, we have 17 people in our life group right now, we yep. can't just invite everybody it's because not really it's, t- it's not anymore. a small group yep. anymore, it's a small church. And yep. so you have to ha- make sure that your participants, the people that are in your group are clear of like, man, what do we expect from them? And then they can know what to expect
2: from us as Perfect. well.
0: Yeah, that's a great kickoff is we talk about clear expectations mm. is what I'm hearing you say. So Shan, talk a little more about expectations and why they matter.
2: So frustration comes with unmet expectation. Mm, And so if you're a host home and things are constantly getting broke at your house or childcare is not organized and you don't know who's showing up to take care of the kids, you can be left with a lot of frustration. The same thing goes if you're a group member and you show up at a house, a host home, and they answer their door with their pit bull at their side, Yeah, it can feel safe, unsafe. Not Very safe. Even, well, yeah. even if it's a nice dog, yeah. it still feels no one unsafe. Knows that, yeah, right? Yep. That's right, nobody knows yeah. that. And honestly, yeah. we all have preferences. So part of that is going, an intentional leader yeah. is gonna set the tone yeah. and is gonna set the expectation for the environment. So both the host home and the members know what to expect. And that alleviates unnecessary uh, tension. Yeah,
0: that's really good. I, I mean, I think one of the things you talked about is that um, if we don't clarify things that We could be frustrated by if we don't talk about them and set expectations Mm -hmm. Um, those things are going to cause this rub and you can bury uh frustration for a little while like Mm -hmm. if it's a new group and you're getting to know people but after a while it's going to come out like it's only a matter of time until Mm -hmm. there's kind of a there's an explosion of frustration so you know that's that's an issue um and a a group leader has to think through these things with their host home So let's maybe break it down, Sarah, into a couple categories that we could look at and then help people look at.
1: Yep, so I think if we wanna start, like we do hosting, let's say childcare, and then just let's say expectations of the evening. I think when I look at, again, um, childcare or babysitting, whatever you wanna call it, it has to be clear and and specific. And I think we can get into that a little bit deeper as we continue this conversation. But when I look at host homes, when we decide like, okay, mm-hmm. someone is going to step up to host. I don't necessarily just pick the first person who raises their hand. Cause I agree. I don't know what anyone's mm-hmm. host home or host or sorry, home looks like. Yep. And so you have to kind of be bold as a leader and say, Hey, I would really love to have a conversation about this. Can we come over to your house for dinner? Oh, that's great. So we can actually see like, yep. are they hospitable people? Um, Cause there's some ins and outs of hosting that you're going to need to be clear about then at that dinner or at that environment, you can have that conversation of like, Hey, These are some things that you might, that might be coming up. Give us a few of
0: those. What are some things that you'd want to be clear about as a leader with the host and any host environment? Well,
1: I want to be clear, like, Hey, we're here to a, to support you. Like your house is not going to just get beat up on. Um, and even like, it's a co-leading kind of conversation. You're going to be co-laboring. Um, it is a leadership role also like, but your house is going to be used. So like, we're going to need extra chairs, um, coffee, like will have to be provided. Um, and maybe even decaf coffee, whatever that looks like snacks. Now that's not all on them. And as the leader, you want to partner with them. But what do you want that to look like? Do you want the group members to help bring coffee? Do you want them to mm-hmm. help bring snacks? Like, and probably um,
0: clean would be just a standard. Uh, clean.
1: Expect- yeah. yeah. Things kind of put away. I don't care how nice anybody's animal is and I don't care if it's yep. a cat, dog or snake.
0: Yep. Most, people, Snakes, no. yeah,
1: <laughs> most people just don't want to be around animals if they're not animal lovers. And yep. so. Um, it's just easy, at least for the beginning part to do that. And then I even think through like expectations for the evening. Unfortunately, as much as I want to hang out with people, I have four kids. I can't have everyone there till 10 PM. And as our host homes, they probably don't want people at their hosts, their homes till 10 PM either. So just being clear of like, Hey, we have your back. What time would you like everyone to leave? And so like right now we're hosting. So at our house, we like eight 30. So it's, we tease Chris a lot at eight 30. Chris is already shutting off lights. It's time for our family Mm -hmm. to go to bed. And so yep. just being clear with that. You're
0: welcome here. No, no, no longer. No longer yeah, though. Yeah. You were welcome here. Now <laughs> you have to go. No, and I think that's good. Just clarifying that. And those are really great categories. Yeah. So Shannon, let's talk about some of the ways that we engage with our leaders and in our, in our host homes in this.
2: I love what Sarah said, because I think mm-hmm. talking to your host home, but you're going to start there every single season. Mm-hmm. So you're going to meet with them every season because you're mm-hmm. going to set and re and force the expectations yeah. for groups. And then when you meet as a whole group, you're gonna go over your guidelines, but even yeah. more than that, you're gonna go through those expectations, yeah. those expectations that you agreed on with your host home. And as an intentional leader, you're gonna help set the tone that they're followed through. Yeah. So if you met with them and set that time that it was eight o'clock, that the host home yep. would like you out, you're gonna help facilitate that.
0: Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So you're actually going, we're gonna keep with some of these things that we've set. And yeah, okay, there's gonna be weeks where we go five, 10 minutes over, but yep. we can't be breaking that every week,
2: yeah. right? Yeah, and an intentional leader cares about not just getting the curriculum done but yep. they care about the environment and the relationship yeah. happening and that includes good healthy boundaries
0: super good and i think these are again this is why these details matter because mm-hmm. if we don't set the tone there's frustration now let's zoom in let's zoom back to this issue we started the podcast with which is child yeah. care this is a major one if you don't know this and if you maybe you're <sighs> new is. to a group if we don't talk about this clearly it can cause a lot of frustration so sarah yep. talk about childcare a little bit
1: yeah well and i feel like we've dealt with a lot of child care wins and failures over the 15 or 16 years that we've done groups Um, and and it's so just different environments but it does seem to be the thing that is always comes back to sometimes as the potential problem and we always like to say for our groups here at real life is that they are um, like kid friendly but adult focused and so i do have some groups that invite their like families the kids into maybe the group Mm -hmm. discussion in the beginning but usually, once we start getting into the meat of where people are at and how they're growing, that might not be always appropriate for, yep. for the but kids I love what you to hear. Said
0: kid friendly, kid friendly. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. And
1: some groups don't provide childcare or season don't. of life. Yeah, season not, of yep. life. Mm-hmm. Now, my wish would be that all homes would figure out a way to offer yep. childcare, but that, I understand that. Um, but you have to be creative and specific with ch- like childcare. So um, we, there's a variety of different ways where some people will rotate couples to help with the childcare, um, or maybe just the women will take turns. But honestly, my strongest recommendation, which is hard, is to find a reliable babysitter. A young adult, a middle schooler, Mm -hmm. um, a high school student that's looking to make extra money. Um, Utilize the people in your groups. Right now we have teenagers, which is really helpful. So our girls get to take turns babysitting. Um, So utilize those people. You might already have people that have teenagers in your group. But be clear and specific with your members of your group. They're gonna pay, we usually say two to three dollars
0: Per kid, per kid yep.
1: a night. And again, we don't want that to stop anyone. So there's been seasons where maybe a leader has stepped up to help offset that. Or we've asked all the group members, even mm-hmm. if you don't have kids, hey, can everyone pitch in five dollars just yep. to help out? But just being specific, not just within for the parents, but with the kids having clear guidelines, almost going back to kindergarten rules of like, yep. of obviously, we're not drawing on walls, we're not punching other people, like we're mm. basic pretend you're at school. And those are the rules. And then have a clear, honestly, guidelines for the parents of like, if your kids are going to break these expectations, this is the process. Yep.
0: And they might not be able to come. To the n- that night of exactly. to have their kids here, they can find other options. Yep, but there they can are always you know,
1: find other child care options. Or, I mean, another like consequence we would use sometimes is um if they could not participate in with all the other kids, you'd have to sit on the couch yep. in another room and you just sat quietly and read. Mm-hmm. Again, not because you were in trouble, but you just needed a yep. break from everyone else and then be creative. So we've done seasons where like we have kids um in another mm-hmm. room playing. Uh we had several years where we were blessed with um, another co leader of us, they just lived down the street. So we actually had two babysitters. So anyone kindergarten through fifth grade went to another house with a the babysitter. Then all the littles, let's mm-hmm. say one to five, stayed upstairs at our house. Because um, we've had seasons where we've had like 26 or 27 kids yep. in our life group, outnumbered the adults' way. So you have to be
0: yep. very mm-hmm. clear and
1: specific and having those boundaries so that. The adults can have that safe space to have that conversation. So good. And I
0: I think these details are just they matter. You know, it's it's helping a family. They're thinking about jumping into a home. They're, you know, they're thinking about these things because they care about their kids. And we want to create an environment that is safe where they can grow in spiritual maturity Mm -hmm. in relationship. We have to protect that space. Mm -hmm. So let's kind of transition to what do we do with this as we think about um you're you're a leader, you know, we're talking to Mm -hmm. leaders, and you know, maybe they're even they've struggled in this area. Maybe they're just starting a group and they've never thought about these areas. Mm -hmm. Shannon, what would you kind of coach and counsel people on in this?
2: It's never too late to press pause or do a reset for your group. It's really good. You're the intentional Mm -hmm. leader. You get to make the call on that. And so if things have gotten out of control or you have a frustrated host home or group members, you can press pause with the group. Mm -hmm. Be honest with them. Share what you're actually feeling, go in, go over guidelines again and then reset house expectations yep. and let mm-hmm. them know, hey guys, we're gonna actually hold to this for the health of our group. And mm-hmm. I'd go straight back to purpose. We wanna grow in spiritual maturity in relationship. Yep. So we have these expectations and guidelines in place. So as a group, we can grow together. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: super good, I love that. That's great advice and I, I love what you said. We can always push pause, we can always push reset. And just start afresh to go, you know, this is what it looks mm-hmm. like. Obviously, it's always better to start at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But if you're in mid-year, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's it's good to go. Hey, we're just going to have a conversation. Here's what we're going to be looking like now. Here's what we're going to yeah. do. Any last thoughts, Sarah, on this?
1: Well, I just think a couple of things that come to mind. First of all, if we go back to childcare, one thing is that um, we don't do... I We have not done a specific curriculum for our kids to go through. But the relationships that they've built yeah. inside of their own life group, like they like to call it, is mm-hmm. just exponential they are still friends with the friends that they've been in life group years 10 11 years ago and it's cool so remember your kids are growing in spiritual maturity as well it just looks different so don't shy away from some of the tension that um that kids can bring sometimes but at the same time i like what shannon said just echoing that of you can always hit pause or reset or even more have those conversations as early as you can every problem usually starts out as a small problem until all of a sudden I've like buried it deep in my soul yeah. and then I'm now I'm ticked about it. And yeah. so it's like have the conversation early on with people. Be bold, but be gentle and kind. Remember that we're all in a different journey, whether that's in our spiritual maturity or even, let's say, in our parenting journey yeah. or even in learning mm-hmm. how to keep a cleaner home when we're hosting. Does that make sense? We have to help people kind of take that journey. But when we can have those conversations, always be thinking solution. I like to mm-hmm. think solution-oriented. Like, based solution based and then thinking like, how can I help? So like if childcare is out of control and let's say even I'm a member of a group, I could go to a leader or the host home and say like, Hey, I've noticed the kids seem a little off lately. Like, is everything going okay? Like, is it, does a child or the babysitter feel supported? Um, vice versa like, Hey, we've been missing snack for a while. Like, again, just have a conversation up front. Cause if not, then, especially as the leader of some kind, if you're frustrated, I am guaranteed that your people are frustrated too. So just, just be aware of that. Be
0: aware. And I think some of the summary from what I heard today, just a great conversation is details matter. Expectations matter. And The ministry of hosting a group really is important. Mm -hmm. You know, hosting a group, caring for the details to create a relational environment allows that environment for spiritual maturity to happen. And that's what is you know just if you're if you're a host home listening Mm -hmm. to this, we want to encourage you and say thank you for what you do. If you're a group leader that's also hosting, we're also really thankful for what you do. (laughs) Um, But for everyone, thanks for the investment in people and creating these environments and these spaces where people can grow. Um, We want to just thank you guys for joining this podcast today. This being part of this conversation and guests on this show. I want to just invite you back. Next time, we're going to have more conversations about details. Uh, But we also want to tell you every single month in this podcast, we have a variety of resources and tools that we'll have on realiferesources.org. A great way to find out more of some of the stuff we talked about. Love you to invite you to that. Also, we have additional books and podcasts and resources you can take advantage of. But again, thank you for all you do. And we'll see you next time. We are grateful for the investment you make each week as you reach the world for Jesus one person at a time and make biblical disciples in relational environments. For notes from this show and other great resources to help you grow, visit realliferesources.org.